Let's go. You know your baseball team is bad when the playoffs start? You had no idea. I'm honestly surprised you have them on right now. Well, I'm trying to be thoughtful because the winner plays the Dodgers, right? Yes. Yep. Who do you yeah. want? Dude, to be honest, I don't think the Dodgers are equipped to make much of a run this year. Like, granted, we and that's a lot to that says a lot because we won 100 games this year. But in years past, this is probably the most uncomfortable I am as a Dodger fan. Like, I fully expect us Damn. to lose. Really? That's okay. Yeah. It's the Braves this year, man. So it's going to be the Braves and the fucking Rangers in the World Jeez. Series. All right. Welcome to Around the Cooler, the baseball talk podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We switched it halfway we through the season. It. Yep. We're scrapping football. We hate it. We suck. <laughs> <laughs> you got a Frank and D special again. Yeah. Yeah. What's, yeah. what's good, man? Fucking just, uh, just got back from New York. So That's right. Bring from that. But it was a... A little bit of a work trip, but went with the girl, so it was a lot of fun. Nice, man. And you've never been? No, man. It was the first time out there, and like it was just crazy. So much good food out there. I think we, ate, I think I ate nonstop. Easily put on seven pounds out there and just food. Just the mecca drink. of food out yeah, here. Yeah, every single type of food out there. And then it was kind of weird, like here on the West Coast, we like wake up, brew some coffee, and flip on the the morning games. Right. Well, over there, you're you get up and the games don't start till one unless right. there's a London London game. So Right. And on the West Coast, ten o'clock. Yeah. So and then I went to the Jets game Sunday night. So like I we were running around all day and then try, you know, I'm trying to watch football in between you know, going through all these sp- places that my chick wants to go to. Right. And then we have the night game and by the time the night game ends, it's and fucking it's, midnight. And it's actually at night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hundred percent. It's at You're night. You're falling asleep during the game. I'm just like, oh dude, there was no falling asleep at the Jets stadium. That's Those fans rad, are though, absolutely insane it was it was a great time and you know by all accounts the jets were dominating through three quarters you watched the game i'm sure it's on the background yeah yeah and then the jets did what the jets do best and Mm -hmm. literally fumbled the game away got to see patty though oh man that's like the second or third time i've seen patty that dude is awesome did you wave at taylor swift i didn't even see her man so yeah well the broadcast definitely made it very clear that she was there did they yeah Yeah. i think they showed more clips of her than actual plays in the in the football game. well i believe it because the chiefs weren't doing too well and the jets were moving the ball but yeah the jets fans were actually super nice super cool they're like where are you from and i was like telling from the west coast Mm -hmm. like damn that's badass but man when when he fumbled that ball i had never seen a team (laughs) a stadium more silent and more sad in my life dude as a Charger fan? Yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not, dude, those Jets fans were like, every fucking week, man, this is what happens. It's just, it's like it's it's the first time they've lost every single week. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> that was rad, dude. Like, yeah. little ATC, East Coast, West Coast. Yeah, Frank you went was, to the Raider yeah, game. Yeah, I went to the Charger Raider game, and then you went to the Jets and Chiefs game. Yeah. You know, all for the podcast, of course. Yeah, yeah. How to, uh, how to get the clout. What game did Brady go to? His couch. His couch, man. Yeah. Speaking of the devil, he's not here today. Because he's still on his couch. Yeah. I heard he threw his back out. God, that guy's getting old yeah. real fast, man. That's what happens when you got a beer belly. Yeah. Well, guys, let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's start with some news and injuries. Jonathan, the hitman Taylor. <laughs> that boy is healthy. He is a full go. He is practicing. This is a later pod. We're recording this on Wednesday. Yeah, had some every me getting back from travel and shit happens. We couldn't life. do it. Yeah, is what it is. Um, but he looks like he's a full go, and 
there's little been little bit of re- conflicting reports. He's going to play. He's not going to play. I think he's going to play. He practiced in full today, and I think he's going to play. He plays. You plug him. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you expect at minimum Zach Moss production. And that's basically RB one. Yeah. Yeah. Zach Moss has been killing it, and if anything, it's going to. If you're Anthony Richardson owner, it's definitely a good thing for you to have Jonathan Taylor in the back. It's gonna we we kind of touched on this before the season started. We were a little down on JT. At least I was. Frank is the JT Homer. He's a truther. I've down I've literally bought him in every single league that I have. And <laughs> AR is doing what I thought AR would do. Yes. Which is he's running the ball, he's he's poaching po- poaching goal line touches. And I don't expect that to change with Jonathan Taylor. No coming in i think it might make his job a little easier though yes what i do like is i think taylor's going to make the offense so much better as a whole right they're going to move the ball more and they and they have a guy that they can lean on if they want to protect anthony richardson Mm -hmm. i'm going to come in i think taylor will probably be a low end rb1 high end rb2 i think that's a good those are my expectations don't come in and think he's going to be the savior of your team no yeah but if you did um invest in him and you're looking for and you've been waiting for him to be that RB2 or even that flex. Yeah. It's in good shape. I'm not buying him yet. I'm waiting for him to suck a little bit, and then I'm going to buy. I mean, that's You're kind of buying high right now. Yeah, because he's coming back. The plan, the idea was to draft him late in the beginning of the season and just wait till now. Right. So. Right. Well, it's good to see him back. Another guy returning, Cooper Cup of Coffee. He's been designated to return. He's been activated. The 21-day window is open. And he practiced today. He was limited. Now, the team is saying he's still not 100%, which is a little concerning. <laughs> I told a, you, dude. I told you this wasn't gonna, he wasn't going to come back and everything was going to be fine. Even more so now with the other Cooper Cup that is now there yeah, in Puka Nakua. Which is why I'm not that worried about it, dude. Uh, I've had Cooper Cup the whole time. Yeah. I mean, it's just like what scares me about this is if I'm a Puka, uh, Puka Nakua owner is that Cup's going to cannibalize some of his production and vice versa. Oh, and yeah. So, like, you val- you drafted him in the second round. That's great value. But, like, you can't expect Cooper Cup to be Cooper Cup, especially with the emergence of Puka Nakua. Well, I think with the emergence of Puka Nakua, they don't have a need to rush him back. Exactly. Now, this is a good team. Yes. Right? You know, it's still very early in the season, but they are not just throwing the towel no, in. No. Like, they are winning games. Like, they are very competitive. I mean, the Niners look like a clear front runner in the NFC West, but they are definitely in the wild card contention. Yep. But with the emergence of Puka Nakua, they don't need to rush Cooper Cup back. And they've made it very clear they're going to ramp him up, and they're not going to let him loose until he's 100%. And as they should, because right. if they rush him back, then you run the risk of him re-injuring his, his hammy, and then he's... Missing a larger chunk of the I season. I want to know what that specialist said. Like, you haven't really heard what happened at the specialist. You just know he went to go see a specialist, mm-hmm. and they went on IR. Like, I want to know what he did. I mean, probably nothing, man. If it's a hammy injury, it's a soft tissue. Like, you can't really fix it other than rest and, you know, time. If if they activate him, you got to play him. Unplugging him in right away. <sighs> you I don't you know have if to. I can, man. I just I get scared that he's gonna come in and he's not gonna be Cooper Cup. I mean, so what? So you flex him, and you hope for mid wide receiver two numbers, because he ain't gonna give you wide receiver one. Why not? Because Puka Nakua's there. But Puka Nakua easily just slots into the Robert Woods Woods role. But I don't think that he's Robert could, Woods anymore. Is the problem? Offen- but that offense could sustain two wide receiver ones. It's done it in the past. Has it? Yeah. 
Cooper Cup and who? Robert Woods. Was oh that's right. Robert Woods was a wide receiver one. Yeah, one. he was twelve, and I think yeah. Cup was one. Yes. But that offense can do it. And as much as we have loved Puka, we all know who Stafford's boy is, dude. I mean And what Puka doesn't do that that Cup does is Cup gets downfield. Which is true. why I think they're waiting for him to be a hundred percent. Because even though he's not like the burner, he just he knows how to get open on those 20, 30-yard routes. That's going to be interesting then. I'll be interested yeah. to see how that offense if he, shapes yeah. out. If he plays, you fire him up. Yeah. I guess you can't. Obviously, if a team says someone's on a snap count, that does not mean fucking shit. See David Montgomery. I can't fucking... <laughs> uh, don't even get me started on that. That pissed me off so much last week, but thankfully it didn't hurt me anywhere. Let's keep the good news rolling. Robert Sala says he Brees Hall is no longer on a pitch count. <laughs> Brees unleashed. I don't So what care. we're saying is... Bench him because he's yeah. definitely on a pursuit. <laughs> Dude, well, I watched this offense live, and granted, this is probably the best I've ever seen Zach Wilson play. I happened to be there, and I was like, wow, he's actually making good throws and making good reads. But damn, dude, like, that's still, his best is still shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I don't know. That offensive line looked out of whack, too. Like, Brees didn't really look that great. Dalvin Cook looks like sack. So he's been limited, right? So through the first four games, he's got 32 carries, 10 targets. He's been averaging 6.6 yards per carry, which that's awesome. Which is really, really good. And I, I was like, wait, what, really? I mean, how, I think he's ahead of schedule. I've been saying the whole time. I think Brees is going to be a second half guy, and it's go- going into week five. The coach is saying they're going to unleash him. I'm, I'm trying to go get Brees, dude, and that's just me, because he's the best player on that team. Hmm. I'd say. I don't know, man. Him or Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson looks like an animal out there. Yeah, but either I mean, but the offense is going to flow through one of those two people. Yeah, and it's and if you got if you got to pick somebody, it's going to be somebody who can sustain his own position without having someone else to get him the ball. Right. I mean, because yeah. we know a healthy hundred percent Brees, and that's what they're saying, and that's what Brees is saying. He's right. Like, I'm healthy. Right. He'll touch the ball twenty times. I mean, Garrett Wilson might get 20 targets, but how many catches is he going to get? Four. Exactly. <laughs> Four tops. I think he had six. I think he put up 15 points this past week. That was his best good. game with Zach. Yeah. Yeah, by far. So here's another bit of interesting news. This guy's not necessarily injured, but Arthur Smith came out today, and he said Kyle Pitts is still working his way back from his PCL injury. Reading between the lines, I think that's just a bunch of bullshit. Oh, 100%. Like, they're trying to cover up for the fact that this guy's been absolute fucking dog shit the first four weeks, and their quarterback, even if you gave him four eyes, dude, he still couldn't find a goddamn yeah. receiver. I think that's that's the problem. The problem is that, that quarterback. Desmond Ritter. He's yeah. not good. Give me Taylor Heineke, dude. I've seen enough. The yeah. Falcons have seen enough. They're going to draft a quarterback, dude. I mean, he's not that good. Ritter is not the answer there. No. It's very clear. And we knew that from the moment he got drafted. Seriously. Um, now onto the bad news. So we're we actually had a lot of injuries this week, dude. Fryermuth yeah. got hurt. He uh, pulled a hammy, and they already came out and said he's expected to miss multiple weeks. It's bad. Yeah, I've got him in my dynasty in our d- new dynasty startup. That sucked to watch him go down. So hopefully you have like a Zach or, or someone out there to kind of fill that void because now I mean it's not like he was lighting up the scoreboard anyways with right. Kenny Pickett. So. Right. Yeah, he's been. I think he's had one decent game the whole the whole season. Yep. Uh, this one made me shit my pants. Uh, Justin Herbert, mm-hmm. I watched him go down when he threw that god-awful pick. And I'm like, I ex- I respect the kid, dude. He's always given 100% effort. Like, 
get out of the freaking play, though, man. Yeah. So, of course, he gets tangled up with Max Crosby. I guess his hand got caught in the dude's freaking face mask. Yep. He fractured his no- finger in his non-throwing hand. But when I'm watching it live, he's just on the ground holding his wrist, and he's just waving the trainers over frantically. No way. And I'm like, oh, his my God. His throwing wrist? Or no. his not throwing no, wrist? No, but, I mean, I, oh, okay. but yeah. you know, a couple beers, and just in the moment, I'm like, oh, oh my God, God, he broke his wrist, dude. God. Like, oh, my God, he broke his wrist. So yep. they rush him off. And he's in the blue tent the whole time. And Hobbs is like, Easton Sticks just warming up, bro. He's just warming oh, up. Of course he is. And then right when the Chargers got the ball back, he came out like a, like a hero. And everyone started cheering. Like, thank God. But long story short, fractured finger, non-throwing hand. Chargers have a bye. We're I wonder what that looks like. We're gonna like I don't really okay. know too much about fractured. Like, you can't really do anything with a fractured finger. You just they t- tape it up. They splinted it. Yeah. And he just... I mean, mi- during the game, he just kind of kept his hand, ha- kept the ball off that hand. Yikes! And he, I don't think he took any snaps under center. Like he did everything under un- in shotgun. Shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. But with the bye, he should be okay. But that's something to monitor a couple weeks from now. For sure. Kenny Pickett, he walked away with a minor knee injury. Sounds like he just twisted his knee. MRIs show he's avoided a major ACL, and they expect him to play on Sunday. That sucks if you're a Steelers fan. Yeah. I know. You're kind of hoping. Get somebody else get in there, <laughs> man. They'll probably draft a quarterback, too, dude. A lot of quarterbacks coming out this It's pretty funny that quarterback class is just absolutely tanking the Kenny Pickett, uh, Desmond Ritter class. What what same class, right? Yeah. Yeah. What a god-awful. Yeah. And there was so much hype behind that class, oh too. Oh, God. Oh, your boy, Frank. Javante Williams. This one pissed me off, dude. This one sucks because I have him, too. I was a Javante... Williams' injury away from beating Brady in an absolute shootout, dude. That was an awesome game. Would it end up being 158 to 162? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I was on the wrong side of that one. Javante Williams got injured, and I think that's why I lost. He only had three points. He was gone in, like, the first quarter. They're calling it a hip flexor. Didn't practice today. That, I don't know, dude. Like, <laughs> bro, I <laughs> heard it's just a, making I injuries up now? <laughs> I, I've heard this before. I've heard a hip flexor. Yeah. They said it's his growing. He didn't practice today because of his quadricep oh god the dude's a hot fucking mess dude i think he's super iffy this week versus the jets and he's not gonna play i don't think he's gonna play now and if you do follow us on social media we did list jaleel mclaughlin he came in he put up 16 right uh or 14 did, i think he did pretty well i do, I do like believe that. he scored 70 yards off a few carries he's a fast little burner and i think he's the guy that has overtaken Samaje Pirine for the back role. So if Javante does not play, he's the guy to get, and he was our comatose sleeper this week. I went to go pick up Green off the waiver in our league this morning because he was just sitting there. I was like, dude, there. might as well yeah. drop to Kendra Miller. Yeah, I need to go. I need to go get this kid. All right, Frank, you got this. I'm gonna go pick him up right now. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh finally, dude. I, 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 what did I say? I said the only thing that's gonna slow Mike Evans down is, is a hammy. <laughs> Well, here it is. <laughs> Week five. Well, he tweaked it. According to head coach Todd Bowles, unknown if he's going to miss any time. Thankfully, they do have a bye. He came out of the game, I believe, and then Chris Godwin ate the whole rest of the oh, game. Oh, yeah, baby. So fire your Chris Godwin up. Well, actually, he's on a bye this week, so next week. And I, I think I expect Mike Evans to play. It seemed pretty minor. He was out there stretching, trying yeah. to walk it off. and Probably whatnot. pull him out precautionary, and then he now this bye, he'll be fine. Yeah. Good news for uh, Jamar Chase owners. T. Higgins broke a rib. (laughs) 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 He might miss a couple weeks. And uh, Hubs has has T. Higgins, dude. So, like, 
Hubs has T. Higgins. It's like 10.05. You know, we're sitting there tailgating. We fire up the red zone. He's like, oh, T's eating. And, and then, then instantly, he's like, where'd T go, bro? Where did who go? <laughs> <laughs> man. That so, was probably a good time, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, dude. We had a blast, man. Mellow Raider game, honestly. I've been a handful of those. Like, yeah. Wasn't a sellout. I actually they saw nothing. To, you could just tell you they you could just tell they were very reserved. Like the team just sucks. They had nothing the to cheer teams. for. Yeah. yeah, I saw that a uh, couple of the Raider fans were like hammered, drunk, and they were like passed out in front of the stadium yes. on the way to the game. Yes, dude. In true was, Raider fashion, there was a lot of that. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then they're, they're naturally just fighting each other. Of course. Deshaun Watson. So this was kind of a late add to the injuries. Mm-hmm. He ended up with a shoulder injury and he did not play, but. The Browns also have a bye, so that's just something to monitor. So next this week. was weird because it happened, and then it happened during practice, and then the day before it was like, well, he Watson is supposed to play, and then if you got up late Monday or Sunday morning, you figured out that Watson is not playing. Yeah, <laughs> I pulled my Browns out so fast, yeah. dude. All of them. Yeah. Actually, except for Amari Cooper, because I'm in so many goddamn leagues, I literally forgot. I, I left your own Ford in. Yeah. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I was excited to see Dorian Thompson Robinson, but he looked he looked like a rookie dude. I mean, him let's and be Aiden real. O'Connell he looks ghost. He looked good in preseason against other teams' second and third yep. defenses. Yep. Well, this is the real, real welcome. Thing. Welcome to the show, kid. Yep. And let's round this out with a couple of Rams. Matt Stafford and Kyron Williams both just got banged up. Yep. Both dealing with what they call hip contusions. Stafford practiced today. Kyron did not. That I think is more of a precautionary thing because a running back uses his legs much more than a quarterback. Hopefully, so. hopefully. Now Kyron did deal with a lot of injuries last year, which he is did. why we didn't really see him emerge until right now. But let's keep an eye on his status and make sure he doesn't miss any games. I do believe Ronnie Rivers is going to be the backup if Kyron is going to miss this game. Really? Yes. Not okay. Zach Evans. Wow. And lastly, this one also made me shit my pants. Uh, Geno Smith twisted his knee during that yeah. Monday night game. He left. And then I started back. freaking out because <laughs> I'm like, on one of my teams, I'm like, I lost Cooper. I lost, I don't have Cup. I lost Nick Chubb. I lost Mike Williams. Oh my I lost God. J.K. Dobbins. <laughs> and now I'm going to lose Geno goddamn Smith. I lost Javante I Williams. Left. I went, oh, <laughs> this is a dynasty startup. I went all in and everybody's dead. <laughs> oh man, that's rough. Thankfully, he came in. They have a bye. The funny thing is, you know, to pull the curtain back, I have no quarterback to play this week. I have Justin Herbert and Geno Smith. Those are my starters. They're both on a bye. Let's go. Yeah. Let it ride. Sometimes you got to take that on the chin, man. Yeah, and I'm going to. I mean, the guy I think I'm playing is in 11th place. So Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Shit. But Geno should be okay, like we said, by week. And he expects to play when they come back. Crack him. I think, Frank, we need to crack him to the return of the Kings, dude. Uh, JT and Cooper Cup. JT and Cooper Cup. I'm in. If you got him, fire him up. Fire him up, baby. Let's crack him. Oh, man. You've been drinking all weekend. Does that taste good? Dude, actually, like, I just, like, had a beer, like, at every restaurant that we went to. So, it wasn't, like, heavy drinking. So, and I ate the entire time. So, yeah, beer tastes fine. But weird thing enough, well, not weird. I was drinking Goose Island all weekend. Goose Island. They I love pay. Goose Island out well, there, cause dude. Well, because it's, I think it's from there. From it's that from side. Chicago. Yeah. So, yeah. Goose Island's pretty damn good. So, that was good. But I couldn't find Coors Light out there. I feel like Goose Island is the East Coast version of Stone. 
Like yes. you could find stone everywhere on the West Coast. You don't really see Goose Island over here, though. Yeah. Um, actually, I was talking to a bartender out there. She was telling me how she was like, have you ever heard of, uh, damn, what's that one down in Claremont right here? Green Flash. She's like, have you ever heard of Green Flash Brewery? I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Love Green Flash. They're like, we used to, she's like, I used to love Green Flash, but now we can't get out in the East Coast at all. Green Flash, West Coast IPA. West Coast IPA one of was the one she was talking beers. about. Top yep. five. Favorite beer. Yep. Damn good beer. Shout out to Green Flash. I know you're listening. Hell yeah. All right, bro. I think we just hit our usual studs and duds here, starting yeah, with it. our quarterbacks. There's not much to say here, dude. Josh Allen led the way. Pushing for MVP this year, man. Oh, yeah. Five TDs. He looked nasty. And Lit I, Miami's defense I up. loved that, bro. Oh, me too. Way to humble that team. I fucking hate that team so much, dude. Miami. I tried to get bets down, bro, because we you? live in California, so we can't yeah. place, you know, it's yeah. illegal here. Um, but if I could, I would have put bets that they were going to blow out the, the Dolphins like they did, because the team does not score 70 and just come back and just do it all over again. Nope. They sure don't. Lamar. Lamar's been Lamar, dude. He's a top five fantasy quarterback. Yes. So, so remember at the beginning of the season, we we're saying if Lamar is just eighty for eighty five percent of his awesome season, which he has been this year, he's going to be at finish top right. five. And he's pushing almost thirty points a clip, and he's been running the ball well. He's been throwing the ball like Lamar, very very average, but his running his rushing yes. floor is holding him up. He's he's done he's done good, dude. Yeah. Which means he'll good. get hurt. He'll get hurt in what two three weeks? Yeah, roughly around there. Yeah. Like right when you need him around bye week too. <laughs> yep. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, Justin Herbert, dude, he he was not very good passing the ball on uh, Sunday, but uh, he salvaged his day with two rushing touchdowns. Love to see that. Which was rad to love see. Love to see that. But um, other than those usual studs, we had a decent crop of kids that <laughs> continue to step up. This, starting These unsung heroes just make me laugh, dude. AR-15 came oh. back from his concussion, 200 yards passing, two TDs, 56 yards on the ground. The kid's a top 10 quarterback. He's doing exactly what you said in the beginning of the season. If we could get the best version of AR, which is this is the best version of AR right now from a fantasy perspective, he's going to win you a league. Shane so. Steichen is the perfect head coach for He's him. the fucking man, dude. He's really good at getting him out in space and doing those design runs with his quarterback. And he, he made a couple of nasty-ass throws. He was getting tackled by Aaron Donald at one point, being brought down, and from his heels threw this laser between two guys, like a flick of a wrist, down the field, 45 in yards. Intercepted? No. The fucking oh. receiver caught it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was like, look at this throw, dude. I'm like, damn, he's got it. <laughs> I'm like, is he like like nasty because it was terrible or nasty like a good oh, it was nasty? Oh, damn like, good throw. Like nasty nasty. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> la, la, la. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love how we only refer, we only use the term nasty when it comes to our fantasy teams. Yeah. Otherwise, we never have that word in our vocabulary <laughs> yeah, never at all. use the word nasty. <laughs> Yo, what's up, girl? You look nasty tonight. <laughs> Oh yeah. man! Oh man! This, yeah, dude, he's he's been playing nasty. He's this this good. is what we thought he could be, but there was just so much unknown about him. Right. So for the guys that had the stones that took the risk on him, it's paying off right oh, now. Oh, hundred percent. At this point, you just got to hope he stops getting concussed. Yeah, the concussion is scary, especially early on in the season. Yeah, from one very questionable quarterback to an even more questionable quarterback. Your boy, Justin Fields. <laughs> Dude, just just like clockwork, like I said, I went to the waiver, picked up Jordan Jordan Love this week, this last week, and I was like looking at the lineup. I'm like, I should roll with Justin Fields one more week against this shitty Denver defense. Just like, but I know he's going to get rocked if I do it. So what I do, I switch in Jordan Love on Thursday night. Jordan Love looks like absolute dog shit <laughs> through the first half and then ends up with 18, which is cool. Justin Fields comes out, 
lights the fucking Broncos up for four passing touchdowns, 330 it, yards. I was like, I knew it, dude. I knew it. <laughs> I, I had that game circled, dude. Oh, this, is, this is the Justin Fields game right here. So now after this, put him back on your bench. Yes. <laughs> yep. He's He might be, I think. I think he'll be matchup dependent until he finally hits yeah. a groove, realizing like he can't run, throw the ball anymore. I didn't watch any of the highlights of this. I just because uh, again, I wasn't watching the games as avident uh, as uh, avidly as I usually do. So I just I need to go back and see how he how he threw these touchdowns. The Broncos are bad, dude. They are very bad. The they Broncos do have one good set, one good corner though. Patrick Sertain. Patrick Sertain. Who did not? I don't think he shadowed DJ Moore. No, because DJ Moore had a day too. Okay. Yeah, and we'll touch on him a little bit more later. But yeah, this was the Fields game. I actually had one of the, my buddies text me. He's like, "Do I play Fields or do I play Daniel Jones?" And I'm like, "I feel like this is going to be the Fields breakout game." Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, but the the Giants play like this," and I'm like, "I'm like, it depends what you're looking for, bro. Like, if you want to swing for the fences, Justin go for Fields. Go for Justin Fields." Yeah. He swung for the fences. Oh, good for him, yeah. dude. I went with Jordan Love, the safe the safe. Still option. lost, but swung for the fences. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he lost. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Bro, this guy, this guy can't get off the stat he, sheet, he man. remains here every week. Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs, 265 and 2. And this is, and this is what I didn't realize. He's got a high rushing floor. He can run. He can run. Yeah. 48 yards on the ground. And that's, he's... He's a borderline spot start at this point. Dude, dude, it's weird. This Arizona team just comes out every week with nothing to lose. <laughs> like, nothing at they're all. They're playing hard, And they're man. playing, and they play well. Yeah, they, yeah. they play well. I think they got within, like, five on mm-hmm. the Niners. Yep. And those are the starters, too. Yep. And especially if he keeps playing like this, they're not going to rush Kyler back. Nope. nope. I told you. Yeah. They might, they might just fucking bench his ass for the whole I, season. I, because I hope not, because my dynasty team needs them. <laughs> because they're going to be, they're, like, in games, and they're, they're going to win some of those games, which is they're going to drop out of that top five range. And so, like, well, fuck, we can't, we don't have a shot to draft a quarterback. Might as well let Kyler sit and draft something else or trade out. But maybe they're like, yo, this kid's too good. We should put Kyler in. Hmm? <laughs> but Don't ah. worry. And then that's when the playoff hopes go down the drain, dude. Yes. <laughs> Literally in real life and fantasy. Yeah. You know, we, we I labeled this Unsung Heroes. I don't know if this guy's unsung anymore. CJ Stroud again, dude. Dude, we had him on our list two weeks ago, and now he's uh, now he's on here again. He's a top ten fantasy quarterback. He may be number ten, but he is top ten. But as a rookie, he's a rookie. Four games in, I got him, dude. He's I'm I'm putting him in. I saw that. I yeah. saw that you paid for this him on our way. This is his moment, and dude. He's probably gonna shit the bed because I'm putting shit him the in this week. <laughs> yeah, I'm playing him over Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I mean, T-Law has been playing very bad. Yeah, T-Law against Buffalo, Stroud against Atlanta. Stroud just presents a high floor because his his team is bad. So he's just going to be up there throwing the ball, you know, and And they're always going to be uh, playing from behind. And that, they're playing through him. I thought that team would be a lot more run heavy, which is why everyone loved Damian Pierce this year. And uh, Damian Pierce is... Get the dick, Pierce owners. Killing people. (laughs) Yes, he is. (laughs) Maybe that's why Brady's not here. I I love Stroud, man. Drafted him in our dynasty startup. It's looking awesome he's for me and my really good, quarterback. I've said it and forget it. He, uh, now I don't even blink. Yeah. That's where he's playing. I think, yeah, he's he's been the man so far. Moving on to the running backs, the great white rhino Christian McCaffrey, this week's fantasy champion, scored the most points of it out of anybody. I think, what did he end up with, 41? 41, 41 fantasy points. Dude, this guy PPR. was like, Frank, you benched Justin Fields and David Montgomery. Don't worry, dude. I got your back. I'm going to put up 50. I got your back. And you're still going to win by three. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, were you sweating bullets? Dude, I honestly was like, I looked at the game and I'm like, fuck, man, Dave's going to win because Aaron Jones boned me and 
I left David Montgomery on the bench after snap count all week. And then I look back, and Christian McCaffrey put up 50. And I'm like, I got your fuck, yeah. And then Jacobs put up 27. So then Tyler Lockett, all I needed him to do was not show up, which he didn't. So yeah. good for me. Nine points for Tyler. Yikes. But, yeah, CMC, 41 points. Uh, I'm getting nervous. They are using him a lot. Yes. But Elijah Mitchell was injured, and this is what happens when – Elijah Mitchell is injured. They don't go to the third guy. Nope. They just continue to feed CMC. But he looks damn, he, damn good and he fresh. He's clearly the fantasy MVP at this point. Dude, he probably looks better than he has in previous years. As the game goes on, he's not wearing down. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. he's not. And I'm literally praying to the fantasy gods because we Me both too. own him in different leagues. Yep. Just please, please stay healthy, Christian. <sighs> Where he might be on the cusp of another 400-plus season. Oh, baby. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yep. Old snap count himself. David Montgomery. Motherfucker. <laughs> snap count my ass. Thanks, Dan Campbell, you bastard. <laughs> Are you saying that from a Montgomery owner or a Gibbs owner? <laughs> oh, God. What's the difference at this point, man? Montgomery. One's happy and one's sad. Snap count all week. Benched him in both my leagues. 35 on the bench on rough. a Thursday night. Rough, rough, rough. But he, all of his points, like, he fell into the end zone three times. He looked like good, dude. He does dude. look good. Like, I will say, like, yes, he did fall into the end zone, but, like, he was scoring from five, six mm-hmm. yards out. I think, I mean, he ended up with 32 attempts, 121 yards, three tutties. But this is what, this is Dan Campbell football, dude. Yep. Everyone, myself included, we all love Jameer Gibbs coming into this Me offense. Too. And Monty has been the unsung hero for this team, bro, like he literally fits what Dan Campbell wants. He wants to just ground and pound and grind it out. That's right. He does not give two shits how much we love Jameer Gibbs. Monty's going to get that ball in the red zone. And if this team is up, Gibbs ain't going to see the field. And it's not like they're not giving the ball to Gibbs. They are. They are. But like if you watch it, he's missing holes, man. He's not hitting home runs. Exactly. So a lot of it is, I think, his... Gibbs needs to learn how to be a running back at the NFL level. He's, Not a receiver, but a running back. They talked him up as like this all this all purpose weapon, you know, this yep. total gadget player. False dude. And to their credit, they use him like that, but the running side of it has not come through. He just he just looks like uh, the next DeAndre Swift right now. Oh god, don't say that. That's what it is, dude. Fuck. What do you end up with eight points? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Probably drafted in the second round. Yeah. Yikes. Somebody's RB one right there. Yep. And he ain't doing it. If Monty's healthy, he's going to continue to not do oh, it. Oh, he's going to eat. Unless he hits a splash play. Damn, at this rate, 20 touchdowns doesn't seem like it's out of the question for David Montgomery. At this rate, I'd rather have Monty over Gibbs. Oh, there's no doubt. Yeah. There's no question. He's a steal of the draft right there. Your boy, bro. From one steal to the other, after putting up 51 points last week. I had to make sure I get it right, dude. A. Chen. Devin A. Chen. Devin a chain, like a chain. Yeah, I mean, I really like a chain, so I'm probably gonna keep saying. Everyone it. likes a chain. Like, why'd you have to do that? Yeah, Devin. Oh, we <laughs> <get> <laughs> or Devon. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but eight for 101, three yeah. catches and 19, two touchdowns. And Mostert had a terrible game. You know what, man? I expect to see Mostert's usage to come down and a chain to go up Agreed. until he gets banged up. I think he took the backfield. I think this I think was the so game too. that he took the backfield. Only eight for 101. A lot of that was game script mm-hmm. because they got boat raced out of Buffalo. Right. 
couple catches, but the two touchdowns, he just looks so electric in this dude. offense, dude. So remember how like a few weeks ago I was like, we were, we were watching Jameer Gibbs. I'm like, ah, he's kind of like CJ2K. No, this is CJ2K. Agent. He looks CJ2K. like the Tyreek Hill version of a running back. Or the running back version of a Tyreek Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah. That means so I fast, he's so fast. shifty. Mostert had a bad game. Mostert's going to continue to be involved. Jeff Wilson is working his way back. He should be activated pretty soon. But I think I think this kid took the offense. I, I think, think he so took too. I took I think he took the running back room. He's he's definitely got the faith of the coaching staff. Yeah, and he went from like ten percent owned to I think like ninety nine point nine percent owned everywhere. So oh, I started him everywhere. If you have him, congrats, dude. If you don't have him, too fucking bad. You're if probably you not going to get him. If you have him, because we told you, send us a tweet so we could be like, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or is it an X? Send us an X. X. Yeah. yeah, send, us, send an us an X. So we can tell you you're welcome, dude. Uh, moving on to from one young running back to the next, Kyron Williams had oh. himself a day. One oh three on the ground, two touchdowns. I just gotta I gotta toot my own horn here. Two running backs that I hit on this season. David Devin A. Chen. Kyron Williams. Williams, dude. I fucking told everybody week one, go spend your fab on him now. Because next time we talk about him, he's gonna be too expensive. Sure as shit. It's the Kyron Williams show, baby. Bro, I have both of these guys on a <laughs> dynasty team. I know you do, you bastard. And I just, I'm, I'm now telling everyone they are off the market. Oh, a hundred percent, dude. Yeah. That, that they're the future. And this, my, my team's trying to lose. The nice thing is, I'm just losing with them in my lineup still. But I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna move them, dude. I've got my you first have no round picks. To. No, I'd rather grow with them and keep my team young. So you have all those picks for next year. You're gonna conti- you're gonna contend next year. Yeah. So I I mean I should. And it's not next year does not look like a good running back class. No. I'd rather hold on to these guys and then build everything next year. else, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Quarterbacks next year. Come on, Caleb, please, baby. Oh God. Please He's gonna be like, here. who's drafting first overall? Yeah, I'm staying one at USC one <laughs> Chicago. More year. <laughs> <laughs> God, dude. I can't help but think of Matt Barkley. Because that's yeah. what Matt Barkley did. He went from potential first overall pick to no, I want to go rounder. back to college and get my degree. Got injured, dude. Third round. Yep. And he amounted to nothing. Nothing. Career backup. Mm-hmm. I think he's backing up Josh Allen's backup. Maybe he saved some poor franchise. Hopefully. King Henry, return of the king, 22 attempts, 122 yards on the ground. One touchdown. This was total game script. They jumped out in front of Cleveland, and they said, do your thing, big guy. Yep. And he just pounded it down their ass so when did we say king henry was dead two weeks ago i think last week or last week yeah okay it seems a lot longer because it's been gone but yeah of course he comes out the following week and lights it yeah, up yeah fuck you atc <laughs> <laughs> you guys know nothing yeah we don't dude <laughs> clearly our we, we told bro side that we shit the bed on our starts and oh sense, dude. god we we, we yeah. gotta acknowledge that yeah we don't listen yeah. to us. Trust, Trust us. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. Yeah. I'm pretty sure if you would have just switched every one of the players we picked, yes. you would have hit. If you if you, if you you started everyone we said don't, you would have hit. Yep. And vice versa. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but back to King Henry. 22 attempts. I mean, that's what you want to see. But I, I can't expect this from him week in, week out. This team is, to me, this team still does not look that good. And... Honestly, that defense smothered this rookie quarterback in Dorian Thompson Robinson. And I think that's what that's what did it for him, dude. Like they were getting turnovers, they had short fields, they want to pound the rock, they got ahead early, and you know Mike Rabel just wants to run the ball every single play, and that's basically what they did. Yep. I mean, 
Because you ain't throwing it. No. Tannehill's terrible. Damn straight. So. Um. Oh, here's one of our trashums. Yeah. Isaiah Pacheco. <laughs> Speaking of the devil. <laughs> Career day. Yeah, he looks good. yards, one touchdown. You saw this live, right? He basically controlled that game. If it wasn't for him, Casey loses that game because he paced the entire offense and kept them moving between the chains. He was picking up five, six yards every time. Damn. So, he looked good. Is he becoming more of a three-down back, you think, for that team? Uh, Well, he's kind of established. He's, he I think he's established himself as, like, the secondary weapon. I don't have the usage in front of me in that quarter in that running back room, but you just notice that Pacheco's on the field a lot, even during passing downs. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that his – his pass blocking is getting better. Okay. So yeah, I didn't. I was not big on that guy coming out, mainly because I blindly supported Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> Who's dude. still seeing the ball? <laughs> dude, <she laughs> just as this guy's back. Give it up, dude. He's dead. I know, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I told you he sucked. I told you I'm he wasn't going to be any good. I'm waiting for someone to send me a fifth round pick so I can say yes. Oh man. And lastly, Kamara return. Look good. 13 catches. Did Kamara things. I do not expect 13 catches every week. Derek Carr looked like absolute dog shit. He could not throw the ball further than five yards. Yeah. Um, that is quite a bit concerning if you are have any stock in the Saints offense, including Alave owners like myself. Oh, boy. Yeah, we'll, touch One catch. On, we'll yeah. talk about him later. Moving on to the wide receivers, the usual bros. Diggs, A.J. Brown, Justin Jefferson. The big dogs. They AJ all Brown, ate. now two weeks in a row. I know. He's heating up. Devontae, two weeks in a row. Eh. Uh, I mean, he d- he's doing okay. He's, he's still at five yeah. for 50. But I'm, I want more. Yeah. I want more. It's, I think something's definitely wrong with Devontae. He's a little banged up, so they're just force-feeding AJ. Yeah, so. I agree. Nico Collins again, Oh, my bro. God, dude. I loved watching you guys talk about, yo, should we start Nico Collins this week just so he could <laughs> fucking – he lit it up, dude. You both started him, right? He was the he was the, he was was the the replacement for me. I pulled Amari, and I put in Nico. <sighs> Hell of a play, dude. And yeah, I smashed that bro, one. Bro, CJ Stroud, brother. So, I mean, I feel like a couple weeks ago it was Nico's his favorite target. Then last week it was Tank Dell's his favorite target. Now this week we're back to Nico being his favorite target. But I, what I will say is Nico and seven it's career day, seven for 168, two touchdowns. The Nico Collins and Tank Dell have yet to eat at the same time. It's kind of, it's, it's, there's starting to be a trend. You got to figure out which one's going to hit. Personally, I think right now, I think Nico's the better play. Dude, Nico's he's just big more explosive. Too. Yes, yeah. he's big. Tank is not. Right. Yeah, so he could he's winning those 50-50 balls. Sadly, Tank is Tank is gifted, don't get me wrong, but he's always going to be that maybe more gadgety player because yeah. he's little. So, one looks like Mike Evans, the other one looks like Chris Godwin exactly. right now. Which are both which is both great. Right. Right. Yeah, right. and as CJ grows, except like, like they're both Mike Evans eat. but like half of the height. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nico's got some good size on him. Yeah, he does. Yeah. But I was talking about Tank Dell. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Tank is small. I think he's like 5'8" or something. 5'8" How much do you weigh? Like 170 wet. Well, yeah. now 175 after New okay, York. Okay, yeah, so you weigh more than Tank. That's good. <laughs> Bro, I mean, if this was the Swan Song game, I'm just glad he scored a touchdown. Puka Nakua again. Nine for 163. Scored the game-winning touchdown in overtime. It's going to be kind of we, – we're going to – there's going to be a feeling out process now that Cooper Cup is coming back. This is what is going to be concerning, though. I don't know if they force-feed – 
I just can't see that they force feed Cooper Cup the way that they used to. With I Puka. think it's going to be okay, bro. Okay, I th- because <coughs> Cup somebody's got something has to give in this offense, right? Because like everything's been going through Puka Nakua and Kyron Williams. So if Kyron Williams doesn't play this week and then Cooper Cup plays, then I think you can fire both of them up confidently. But I'm, if all three are playing, I'm gonna play them both, dude. I right. don't have a choice. Oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> I don't think it's a bad thing for your team. If anything, it'll just make it more consistent. Yeah. So, but Puka, Puka did Puka things again. Yeah. I mean, if you own him in Dynasty, I'm not moving him unless someone's going to send me a first. Not a first, dude. I'm, he, I'm telling you, for these types of players like this, you ask for a first for every year that you think he has elite capability. So this year, next year, and maybe the year after. But do we think he's? Do we think he is elite? Because I'm still like through four I'm weeks, like, four weeks through the season. I, I want to see if Puka he Nikola to eat, is elite, dude. Yes, but that's it. Like what? I mean, this is this is a risk you take if Cooper Cup comes back. I mean, you know what? We'll t- we're gonna touch on him more more later, right? And stuff. I don't want to get okay. Yeah, d- too much into it, but yeah, we'll 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 definitely touch and touch about uh, touch on him and Cooper Cup more. I like this one, Michael Wilson, bro. I got some I got some Mike Wilson on a couple teams. I do too. Yeah. He's on our dynasty startup on my bench. Cards actually rookie. on my taxi squad. Seven for a hundred and two. This was the breakout game for him, and he's he's kind of established established himself as the second wide receiver. Looked really good in camp, and he's kind of been like a you know three for twenty, three yeah. for forty, four for twenty. This was the breakout game. Seven for a hundred. Right. This Com- offense is starting to click, man. Comatose sleeper. I know. I thought this offense would be so bad, dude. It's Josh yeah. Dobbs is, is putting it together, looking like a fucking a champion out Wh- there. Whatever, whatever their coach is, uh, I'm gonna just call him Rich Gannon. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know his last name is Gannon. <coughs> Corky as fuck of a head coach, dude. And he's a defensive coach. I'm like, this offense is going to be god awful. I thought this team was going to be bad. Oh, yeah. But they're playing hard, dude. Yeah. Like, he's been getting a lot of slack for being a god awful motivator. At least, basi- basically, whatever, you know, social media is showing us. Right. Did you ever see that clip of him, dude? Like, trying to pump his team up? No. Yo, who took the bus today? Hell yeah. Like, that's basically <laughs> it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's like him in front of his team, like they're in like the auditorium. Yeah. He's like, "Yo, what's up?" So, uh, who drove? Anybody drive? You guys got cars? It's <laughs> you gotta find oh, it, God. dude. I have to check it's it out. So cringeworthy, but this team is playing hard, dude. And so, whatever he's saying, and it's kind of working. And lastly, DJ Moore. Wow, eight for one thirty-one and a touchdown. The breakout game. For him, he hasn't done shit as a bear, dude. <sighs> this was, again, somebody had to catch Justin Fields' balls, right? <laughs> career, dude, basically career day for Justin. I mean, I guess it wasn't a career day, but C- Justin Fields had a good day. Since he had a good day, Cole Komet had a good day, who we're going right. to talk about. DJ Moore finally had a good day. Don't don't fall the hype train. Don't. They're going to come crashing back down. They always yeah. will, just like they his. They played a terrible like Justin Fields, man. Yeah. But it was good to see him. Get on the board finally, I guess. Moving on to his teammate. We just talked about him, Cole Komet. Yep, big day. Eating those red zone targets. Went seven for 85, two touchdowns. This alone has lofted him to tight end number three. The tight end position is thin, especially with Kelsey not doing Kelsey things this year. Super volatile. Mm -hmm. Super, super volatile. And that's my fault because I I finally own stock in Kelsey. God, yeah. I knew it, dude. Something was up. Yep, that's my bad. But Cole Komet had a good day. Mark Andrews, oh, this pissed me off, dude. Mark Andrews breakout game, and I fucking lost. 
Damn. God, this pisses me yeah, off. Yeah, you but did. Five for 80, two touchdowns. Probably the best game he's going to have all year. And I took an L. Fuck you, Brady. <laughs> <laughs> I love he's not even here to defend himself. A couple honorable mentions. Jake Ferguson, I'm grabbing this guy wherever I can, dude. If I fade a tight end, this is my tight end that I want. I'm trying to make a trade for this guy. Really? Yep. Uh, <laughs> I guess I guess that's uh, probably what, Dynasty? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, it's just not... Ask, the guy's asking for too much. I'm yeah, like, I can't people are that. delusional, dude. Yeah, and this was probably my favorite honorable mention of the week. Falcons tight end, <laughs> six for eighty. Spoiler alert: His name is not, not Kyle, Kyle Pitts. Pitts. <laughs> it's, it's Johnu Smith. Do you remember this guy, dude? Yeah, he used to. Be, he was the, the tight end for the D- Titans. The, yeah, for a like while, the right? second coming of Delaney Walker. Oh my God! Yeah. What the f- <laughs> Yeah, spent vacation with the Patriots, got dropped immediately. Now it's he's with like, the Falcons. It's like you can't write Kyle Pitts' story. Like it's like so unbelievable that you, you wouldn't even believe it if it was a movie, dude. Oh, it's terrible. Dude. It's horrible. It's he's drop. He's been droppable in my eyes for the last two weeks. So he he got dropped. I saw him on the waivers today. Oh, in our redraft. He finally yeah, got he's dropped. On our, he's on the waiver. Yeah, yeah. and he's going to stay there, dude. Nobody's going to pick him up. Cause like There's no need, dude. He's going to lose you games week in and week out. I'd rather pick you up and plug you as tight end, dude. Yeah, I probably will get a red zone target and maybe catch it, dude. <laughs> yeah. But Johnny Smith, I'm not saying pick him up, but we just got to mention the fact that he scored 14 points and Kyle Pitts still hasn't done anything. Yeah. God, wow. I don't know what he did to piss off Desmond Ritter. <laughs> Moving on to the duds. Oh, my God, dude. Joe Burrow. He's been, been on this so list every bad. fucking week, dude. I, to me, this is rock bottom, dude. 30 completions. Only 165 yards. 4.7 fantasy points. Even Desmond no. Ritter scored more, dude. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's, that hurts. That, that hurts. Is, oh, God. For someone that was probably drafted in the third and fourth round, he's literally torpedoing your fucking fantasy team right now. And then this guy's actually played really well, but he kind of came crashing back down to earth. Kirk Cousins, only 139 yards, two picks, a fumble. It was an ugly day at the office for Kirk. They leaned more on the run. And we didn't mention Madison as a stud because he wasn't studly. Right. But the ball was moving through him. Right. So this overall shit but day they for won. Kirk. But they won. Which is weird. Because it wasn't primetime. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. But good for Kirk. Uh, he was due, man. He yeah. was he was way too high, in my yeah. opinion. Like, yeah. But we've we've seen the ceiling now. Yeah. Right. It's there. And honestly, Kirk, don't get scared off by this. I think Kirk is still a, a weekly start. Plug and play. I yeah. agree. Especially with play. that offense. Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison. These next two Hawkinson. guys have also been plug and play, dude. Yeah. Jared Goff. 210, one touchdown, one pick. I'm not too worried about this. This, this was game script. Total game script, dude. Yeah. This was clearly the timeshare game for David Montgomery. And like I said, this team does not want to throw the ball. This team wants to pound the rock. They right. want to grind it out and just wear you down. You know, Campbell wants to take you out into the deep water and swim with the sharks, whatever the fuck he said that one time on Hard Knocks. <laughs> but bro, this said player... 203 yards, one touchdown, two picks. He was QB 19. Patrick Mahomes. His picks were bad. His picks were bad. Very bad. This They're winning games. 
but this team does not look right. It's because of the defense for once. The defense looks good. Their defense looks good. They're running the ball. Isaiah Pacheco looks good. He he, you, you could tell he has no chemistry with his receivers. Oh, it's yeah. I think and okay. So I still consider this the beginning of the season where their offenses offenses are still kind of working themselves out. Still and very I, dangerous, but yeah. He would have he he could have had a rushing touchdown, but he slid at the two. That's right. So and pissed everybody off because then it fucked up the betting lines. Yep, yeah. screwed everything, and then all the all the house took massive hits because the Jets ended up covering. Yeah, I would have lost money. Yep. <coughs> Moving on to the running backs, I mean there was a lot of them, but we're gonna highlight a few. Aaron Jones came back from his hammy injury. I said plug him in, and then I said whoops because <laughs> <laughs> he only ended up with eighteen yards. 2.4 points. I think this was another game script thing. The Packers fell behind quickly. And even though they clawed back into the game, like they were not running the ball. Jordan Love was under constant pressure all night. And frankly, it did look like Aaron Jones wasn't 100%. And he they were still kind of working working him back in. So he really wasn't getting a lot of those checkdowns that you would normally see. Another guy, Miles Sanders. He was limited all week with practice with a growing injury, and I failed to miss this, but this might be a re-aggravation because he mm-hmm. injured his growing in the preseason. Yes. So to me, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, this guy might be in trouble. Right. And it looked like it. He only ended up with 19 yards. Frankly, Chuba Hubbard looked like the better back. I mean, he was electric. Yeah. So he was on our pickups this week. Yes. He was, yeah. yeah. And I, I, I wouldn't pick him up and start him, but if Miles Sanders misses time... Like you might be able to take a flyer on him. Right, right. I thought this was going to be the Zeke revenge game, and I was wrong. <laughs> I think everybody thought it would yeah. be. And then what did he do? Absolutely nothing. Nothing. Neither did Ramondre. Yeah. That but team looks, the offense looks very off. Yeah. Maybe the Cardinals are just that good because the Cowboys could not shut down the Cardinals, but they shit all over the Patriots. Yeah. Mac Jones looks terrible, dude. Another team potentially in the I quarterback would, market? I would put him as a dud, but he's a dud every week. So it's like, it's not what, as shocking. What's the point, dude? Yeah. yeah. It's like we put him on studs for once because we're like, oh my God. Oh my God. He threw a touchdown pass. This is it's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> but moving on to the wideouts. You want to do this one, bro? Nice. Uh, yeah, this one hurt, man. Chris Olave, one catch. I mean, I kind of was expecting some drop off with the Derek Carr injury, but damn. One, One catch, catch is still bad, dude. Four targets, fuck. But we, how did Mike Thomas do? Because he's always kind of been the underneath guy. But I think he did Mike Thomas things. Yeah. Dave, can you check on that, please? Yeah, thanks. But yeah, tough to see from Alave. But I, unless he's injured, this is going to be the worst game of of the season. I agree. Get better days out, ahead. Get out of the way now. Yeah, yeah. better days ahead. Tank Dell, when Nico eats, Tank does not. Tank does not. Only one catch. So that was kind of tough to see. And. They're both very much startable. Yes. But this is the risk you're going to take when you're playing with these guys. Right. They might go off. They might not. T. Higgins, we touched on this. He had two catches right away. Broke his rib. He done. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Next. Yes. Amari Cooper. Thank God I pulled him out, dude. Yeah. Very quiet day. I think he only ended up up with two points. Mm -hmm. Game script, quarterback play. You had to bench all your Browns. But there's no way of knowing. Right. Right. This one was kind of tough because overall the offense did well, but Michael Pittman only had one catch. And he was actually been cruising along, bro. He's been a top 15 receiver this whole season. 
So Pittman's been good. He's been surprising all of us because AR-15 is surprisingly looking good. I'm, I'm going to say it. I think this is an outlier game. I yeah. think I think Pittman's a weekly plug and play at this point. I agree. And you can actually get worse than Michael Pittman. You could be Debo Samuel. Yes, you can. He only had point six points. Man, have we seen the best of Debo Samuel? Yeah, we did. It was three seasons ago. Yeah, I think so. George Pickens, this one saddens me, dude. I feel like this guy's oozing with potential, but the quarterback plays so goddamn bad. They need to get another quarterback back there. Dude, there's a lot of teams that need quarterbacks, and there's a lot of quarterbacks coming out this year. What we could also see is teams overpaying for mediocre quarterbacks. I know. Does Kirk Cousins get moved? They say they're not, but... I don't think... I think he's a free agent after this year. Yes. So he yeah. might just walk. God, leave JJ, though? I mean, the Vikings don't want him. Yeah, I guess. Go play with yeah. the Steelers, bro. I don't want to pay. Go play with the Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Well, Pickens only ended up with three catches, 25 yards. This and one hurt. And Jordan Addison, you can get worse than Debo Samuel. Absolute worse. That's you what we call absolute zero. You can score nothing. Yeah. You could be Jordan Addison. Yeah, again, just a shitty day at the office for uh, Kirk Cousins. When that happens, usually the guys that see it the most are the role guys like Jordan Addison, not JJ. Right. So. And that offense was completely out of sorts it's surprising they won honestly yeah it is moving on to the tight ends i mean we're gonna call these guys duds but this has been much of the same for a lot of these guys minus maybe hawkinson who only went two for 25 that was definitely his down game but it was a down game for everybody not named justin jefferson exactly so so outlier game there not an outlier goddard kittle pitts <laughs> Why is Pitts on here again? He's always because we want to shit on him, dude. It's the same shit with Mac like, Jones. Yeah, That's why we don't put him on the It's part of the bit, dude. <laughs> it's part of the bit, bro. He's got. Yeah. Oh my god. Kittle one for nine. Pitts two for twenty one. Goddard two for Goddard 24, is a concerning dude. one because this is now four straight weeks of underperformance. Darren Waller, we love Darren Waller getting all the hype. Three for twenty one, dude. They are who we that, thought that they were. dude. Did you see the clip of uh? Brian Dable just yelling at Daniel Jones. Throwing the the tablet. Yeah. (laughs) And oh, he's over that guy, dude. I mean, has has anyone checked on Miami Dave? Is he doing okay? Yeah, I talked to him today. Yeah. He's just like, I don't care. I stopped watching the games a long time ago. (laughs) Jeez. Poor poor David Jr. can have to be born into that. Yep. So we got some time. Let's rattle off a couple names. Buy, hold, sell. Yes, dude. Let's mix it up a little bit. All right. Buy, sell, hold, buy, hold, sell. Let me start with this guy. What do you do? Puka Nakua. You hold. I think you hold. Yeah, I think you hold just to see what the Cooper what Cooper Cup does. I agree. Yeah. I don't think you're in a position to buy him because he's, he's probably expensive. he's too expensive. And don't be an idiot and sell him off now that Cooper Cup is coming back. Exactly. I think this kid has clearly established himself as a weekly starter from an NFL standpoint. And I've been saying it. This offense, the McVay offense, has sustained multiple top receivers before. Right. I think Puka will slide into the Robert Woods role, which is still good for top 20 wide receiver play. Okay. Don't be scared. So on the flip side, what do you do with Cooper Cup? I think Cooper Cup is probably at his highest value right now before he comes back. And if you could get something good, if you're in need... I think you sell him. You sell him? I think you sell him for you something. You sell. Okay. 
you're nervous about Cooper Cup. I am, though. man. Yeah. I just don't trust the like this is now two straight years where he's had serious injuries. I just don't think these this this stuff goes away with receivers. With receivers when the when the cliff hits, it's it's here to stay. You know, as a Cooper Cup owner in multiple places, I'm going to hold, but I like where you're coming from. And if I didn't have Cooper Cup, I'd be willing to roll the dice and try and go get him. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I know how you feel about this guy, so I feel like I already know what you're going to say, but DeAndre Swift. Sell, 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 Buy, sell. baby. Buy, buy, <laughs> buy. <laughs> Another guy whose value I think is really high. I just don't think he's going to he's gonna, he's gonna maintain. I think he looks different, dude. Oh, man. Like, there's certain aspects of this offense where I know he's going to be capped, which is around the goal line. Yep. But he's he's run away with the job, dude. Like that's that's it. Like to me, he's he's run away with that backfield, and this the offensive line is so good. Like you want a piece of this backfield, even if he's not getting the goal line touches, he's still averaging fifteen points a game. Yeah, like you remove Jalen Hurts from that offense, this guy's RB one, dude. Because Jalen Hurts is knifing what two goal line touchdowns a game, every goal line. Yeah, and, but the crazy thing is, he's still scoring because he's scoring from ten yards out. Like yeah. that's how he's good manufacturing he's touchdowns. That's how okay. good he's looked in this offense. And they're running this weird triple option. Like I don't know, I don't know what's going on. They're running the ball a lot. But you're selling. I'm not gonna sell him. I'm gonna hold. You hold. I'm gonna hold. Okay. You probably like dra- you probably drafted him late. You should have drafted him late. I think I drafted him in the eighth round. I think Brian drafted him in the seventh round. So to me, like don't move that guy. You potentially drafted a solid RB2 with RB1 upside in the 7th or 8th round. That's what we call league winners. Exactly. He's a league winner. And right now he's playing so well, I don't think you could go buy him. Like you said, his value is way too high. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be expensive. If I was a DeAndre Swift owner and I had the luxury, I'd consider selling him to improve my team. I agree. Because he's probably your third running back. Exactly. So I think for me it would I I like having three rotational backs because I could always flex one. It depends on what the fourth back is. Right, right. This guy's kind of been struggling, but he may have finally shaken that off. Scary Terry. I think you hold this guy because um, Sam Howell had a pretty decent last week after absolutely hitting rock bottom the week prior. Mm-hmm. He came out looked a lot better this week, and Scary Terry looked good too. I think this is the last chance to buy Scary Terry. Yeah. He might start to return to himself. Yes. I think we finally saw it. Yeah. Everyone forgets he had that turf toe injury. Right. Which I believe has a lot to do with his drop in production these first four weeks or first three weeks because he did have a good game last week. So now's your chance to try and go buy him, in my opinion. I agree. I'm with you. Okay. Cool. I, wish, I wish Brady was here. I think you sell Joe Burrow. I mean, the shitty thing is if you try to sell him, you're probably not going to get what he's worth. And as soon as you sell him, he probably returns to who he is. So I'm maybe you hold. I am also going to sell Joe Burrow because I, I, he's playing one. He's playing so bad. And I think right now there's he's losing pro- you games. Though. He's us- losing you games. And there's enough solid quarterback play. I think there's maybe like 16 quarterbacks that could be started on a weekly basis at this point. Right. And Joe Burrow is playing worse than all of them. Yes. So go grab your st- – I mean, you could play – like. Hubs played Brock Purdy, dude. <laughs> and he's doing great. Like, look at CJ Stroud. That's true. Like, I just picked up Stroud. Like, he's been sitting there. Jordan you Love. Know, Jordan Love. Sam Top Howell. Five. You yeah, could still Sam play. Like, all of these guys, 
are outplaying Joe Burrow by a lot. That sucks. So I'm not dropping Joe Burrow, but go find the chase owner and see who his quarterback is. Oh. Right? Go find the T. Higgins owner. See if you could coax them into a stack. Yeah. And see if they'll take Joe Burrow off your hands. Like, yes, he's not gonna play like th- he's not gonna play like this all year. But these are the little moves that you can make. Because what the Joe the difference between Joe Burrow when he's fully healthy, you know, maybe quarterback five, six, seven. What's the points difference between that and what quarterback 13, 14, like Kirk Cousins, CJ Stroud? Five, exactly. Four or five points a game. Right now he's killing you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I, I have him in one of my redrafts. I'm not playing him. I'm playing Kirk Cousins. Fuck. I mean, I probably do that too. Yeah. Another quarterback who's also been killing you, but not as bad as Joe Burrow. Trev- th- Trevor Lawrence. Same bro. principle here. Same principle, I think. So you sell? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's just, he's not playing as bad, but I agree. I agree. (laughs) What about Justin Fields? Fuck, man. This is probably the most, what do I do with this guy? I think you hold after that game, you hold and see if he hits a groove and then you just ride him. I'm, I hope you have a backup plan though. For the listeners, I have Justin Fields. I hope you have backup plans. This is very team dependent. I think if you're a front-running team right now and you have the assets, go buy him. Like, maybe he's the guy that can put you over the top. Like, all the other pieces are in place and your quarterback plays. Maybe your quarterback's Joe Burrow, but the rest of your team's good. Yep. You got you have the pieces. You got good bench depth. Throw a couple of those B players together. Or not even, dude. You could probably get him for less because he sucks. He does. Yeah, so... But for, I think if you're a contending team and you you don't have the quarterback, I would maybe try and buy Justin Fields because he could be the move that puts you over the top. That's what happened to me last year. I didn't buy him, though. I just picked him up off the street. Yeah, because I dropped him. Yeah. I and then yeah. you didn't do shit with that because you, you lost. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, he let me down when I needed him the most. Yeah, which is <laughs> My the whole most, team did. Which is the most Justin Fields thing yeah, I've ever heard. That 30 for 30 is coming out next year, too. I dude. can't wait. The dude. greatest fantasy team that never won. Oh, my God. God. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Uh, God, now I'm distracted because I'm crying on the inside. Raheem Mostert. Hmm. Sell high. I think you sell high because it's, uh... And I think it's, I think you missed your window because he shit the bed this week. Yeah. If you sold before when he was the number one RB in Mm -hmm. fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. But sell high or wait for, hold and wait for him to pop off one more time. Yep. Yep. And that's when you sell. That's when you sell. Don't forget. Jeff Wilson's coming, and technically he's the starter. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's how much of a mess this backfield is. God, that backfield sucks. Damian Pierce. Oh, man, problems. He's, he's just a name right now. I don't think you could sell him for good value, and I'm not actively going to try and buy him. I'm going to hold. I think you're stuck. I think you're stuck, yeah, because like, even if you try to go out after this guy, like he sucks. What are you going to offer for him? I mean, the team, I mean, I guess I can't say the team is bad because they're actually w- winning games and playing good football, but they're not. I mean, the line is terrible. He has no mm-hmm. running room. Right. He's, he's what, 20, 20 touches, 60 yards. Like, that's not gonna, That's not winning football for fantasy-wise. It's, not. it's so not. I don't think you, you can't sell him. And like I said, he's not playing enough, playing, playing well enough to go buy him. And right. I think I don't see this changing. I agree. Right? You just hold. I think you got to hold. You're stuck. Sadly. This guy's been pretty up and down. Calvin Ridley. What do you do with this guy, bro? 
I think there's better days ahead for this Trevor Lawrence-led offense. Therefore, please, God, <laughs> I still think that Calvin Ridley has better days ahead. I think if you can go get him on the cheap, you do it. I got offered, a, it was like a soft offer. Like, yeah. hey, you want Calvin Ridley, bro? Maybe Stefan Diggs? I said, fuck off. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think Calvin Ridley could be, if you can go out there and pay, if you have the assets to pay for him, hopefully he's not too expensive. I think you could probably, if you can flex him. And I, to- I told him, and one, I said, not yet. Because I think there's better days ahead for my dynasty team. Mm-hmm. But I said, it's, it's, it's got to be a Calvin Ridley plus. Like maybe, I mean, for Stefan Diggs, I think I, I said Calvin Ridley in a first. Okay. But I said okay. I'm not there yet, though. Okay. But uh, I'm going to hold Calvin Ridley. I feel like I do believe there's better days ahead. If you're an owner, you hold. Yeah. I if don't you think you can buy him right now. I think even I though think he's he could c- probably be had pretty cheap. I mean, I just feel like he, I think everyone's thinking of that, that first game. They think of the name and they think of the first game. They're not looking past the fact that like the targets have been down and the offense has been a mess. Like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, go ask the Calvin Ridley owner, see what he's worth. But yeah, overall, I'm probably holding. This is a guy I'm considering buying, Josh Jacobs, because he's also been underperforming. Although he did just he just he finally popped, and that was just from pure volume. That offense under Aiden O'Connell was so bad. They just fed him. Yes, they just fed him, fed him, fed him. And they, the, guy, the kid was seeing ghosts out there. He was constantly checking down to Josh Jacobs. And then finally he forgot. He finally, Aiden O'Connell finally remembered that he had Devontae Adams on his team. Yep. And then he started throwing to him. But the volume that Josh Jacobs is getting, I think he's also working his way into game shape because mm-hmm. he just looked like a thick boy. Came into camp overweight. So or came b- into season. See if you can buy low on Josh Jacobs. <sighs> the shitty thing is he just popped. Yes. So, like, buying low is what? Like, if you could have got him before the week, that would have been when you wanted to go get him. Right, right. You may have missed your window again. Yeah. But, I mean, if I'm a Josh Jacobs owner, you hold. I'm going to hold. Yeah. But I'm going to knock the – I'm going to kick the tires on what the guy wants. Yeah, to. man. I mean, because you know what the si- what the floor is, right, those first three weeks of the season. And we're not just talking, like, do this right now. Like, this is kind of what we're saying. Like, hey, you're kind of in this window these next few weeks. Uh-huh. This is kind of what our thought process is. And we'll probably do this again in, what, a month from now? Yeah. So Probably right before the trade deadline. Yeah. Let's round out with little twofer, bro. What do you do with Cam Akers? And what do you do with Alexander God, Nelson? this is a disaster that I am unfortunately a part of, but... um. Yeah, I don't know. Shit, man. Like, Cam Akers is a capable back. Madison has not been what was advertised. He had a good game last week. And then prior to that, I think he had maybe week one that was okay. But other than that, he's been pretty underwhelming. He's been very underwhelming. But it seems like ever since the Akers news happened, it lit the fire. Which is why maybe they did go get Cam Akers to begin with, right? And they and what makes me nervous about Madison is that the team has came out and said they're gonna, they're going to ride the hot hand, and that was Madison this week. Yep. So I mean, it kind of depends on how much your other your league mates know. If you can sell Madison under the radar, I would try and move off of him. Right. Right. Cam Akers, like you also might be able to buy low. But I'm like I'm not spending I'm not spending starters. I don't even know. I'm not if gonna I want I'm not gonna spend a starter on Cam Akers. Yeah, hundred percent. 
but he could be a decent stash. Oof, that's tough. That's but a that's a again messy situation. Yeah. Stay away from both. Yeah, yeah. But that's what we got, bro. You got anything you want to add or? Mm. Fuck, man. This is so. I do have something to add. So the first few weeks of the season are basically your set it and forget it weeks, and you just see how your team sh- shapes out, right? Now you're getting into bye weeks. This is where champions are made. This is where people where people yes. start to separate themselves yes, because yes, they yes, fucking yes. make great plays at. And and the places you can you can make these plays are things like being smart on your defensive starts. This year, what we're seeing is there's a lot of fucking defenses out there that you can pick up on free agency, and they're giving you 15 points. The Chiefs. Yep. Look the at Jaguars. Mm-hmm. So like, it's very important that you you're hawking that waiver because now is what now is the most important time because you're gonna have bye weeks and couple couple losses can make the difference. So. This is where the men and the boys get separated because these first four weeks, you can just set it and forget it for the most part. But when the bye weeks come in, you have to be, you have to pay a little bit more attention, you know, and I'm, o- I'm uh, honestly, I'm looking ahead. I'm looking ahead two weeks, mm-hmm. you know, okay. Like I picked up Stroud two weeks ago because yep. I saw this matchup coming, uh, you yeah, know, yeah. so those are the little things that you have to make dude. Like when, like if you're streaming a defense, like how many weeks can you stream them for? Mm -hmm. I'm not just looking for that week. Like, okay, if I'm going to pick up these defense, who do they play next week? Right. Right. You know, okay, cool. I could play them two weeks in a row. Exactly. Those are the little moves that you should be making and be aggressive, dude. Go fucking get some players. If you need players, don't be afraid to trade your, to make some moves to put you in, in competition because yeah. you know if you just sit, if you're sitting on your team and you're one in three right now you should probably be looking at the makeup of your team and saying if you need to improve you know right. what i mean even two and two three and one you're probably okay but again now it becomes a depth problem so yeah. and th- you're next week after this week that's when teams are going to start to panic you're going to have yep. the one and four teams the zero and four or the zero and five teams you know those are the, sorry yeah one and four oh and five those are the teams that are going to start to panic yep Go after them. Exactly. If you're a contender, start vulturing their shit. <laughs> Classic D, bro. Classic Heck D. yeah, bro. Yeah. And with the bye week starting, no Browns, no Chargers, no Bucks, no Seahawks. Don't forget, we got a London banger early Sunday. Jags versus Bills from across mm-hmm. the pond. Should be fun. 6.30 West Coast time. That's if Trevor doesn't get it together, man... I don't think problems. I don't think this is a game he's gonna get it together, bro. Yeah, I don't think so either. That defense is good. Yeah. So I mean, it could be like uh they get out in front and it forces the Jags to have to throw the ball. And you want to see Trevor at least be able to do it. I mean, he'll probably do it. Three touchdowns with with three picks. Three picks. Yeah, but that's yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Just being honest. But all right, bro. That was fun. That was fun, man. Hopefully Brady's here next week, but um who the fuck knows anymore? Yeah. Later, Later. dude. Later.